Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Long Beach City Auditor Laura Dowd, as we continue our 23rd anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is Laura Dowd, the city auditor for the city of Long Beach. Welcome back to Straight Talk, Laura. Thank you very much. Well, it's been uh, quite a year and uh, you've been in office now for nine years. You were first elected in 2006 and then ran twice unopposed, which uh, speaks uh, volumes to the quality of the work you're doing. Well, thank you. And I really appreciate the opportunity to come on your show and to talk about the work that we're doing. We're very pleased with it, and I'm so happy to have such a professional staff that has devoted many hours to producing some quality work for the city. Absolutely. And you just went through your third peer review, passed with flying colors. Tell us about peer reviews. Yes. Uh, you know, just as we audit other departments within the city, uh, government auditing standards require that auditors' offices also undergo you know, a quote-unquote audit, which is called a peer review. So we're held to a high level of standards to make sure our audits are fair, are competent, are accurate. And so an independent uh, panel of our peers come into our office to review all of our internal operations and how we select work, conduct work, gather evidence, and ensure that our reports are bulletproof, are solid. And this, I think, can provide the public with, with great reliability on the, the work that we do because we have a, a, a solid quality control process within our office before we ever issue any report. And that helps answer the classic question, who audits the auditors? Exactly. We have an answer now. Yes, we do. Well, yeah, we are. Congratulations on the, on the third uh, uh, passing of this uh, important uh, uh, quality control mechanism. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Very pleased. And you've also done something quite unique this year. Let me hold it up. Uh, the first ever annual work plan. And you have created a, a transparent diagram, really, of what you'll be doing this year. I, that's mm -hmm. quite, quite extraordinary. Yes, and you know we have come up with an annual work plan every year, but this is the first year that we've published it for the public. And oftentimes, we've found over the past nine years, a lot of people don't know exactly what the auditor's office does. Yes. And as an elected office, we are independent of city government. We report to the public. So we thought that we ought to make our work plan available, uh, accessible, and transparent to the public to let them know what we're doing and what we plan to do. And if they have other ideas, we're open to those suggestions as well. As you look through this work plan, though, it's quite ambitious. We have a list of some very big audits we plan to do. We probably won't get to all of them, and we do allow flexibility for issues and items that come up within the city within the year 
that we can tailor our work to make sure we're available to address an issue if it needs to be done. But at this time, this is our intended plan for the year, and we've already accomplished uh, about a third of what we have uh, initially come up with. So we're making really, really good progress this year. Now, some people might say, well, isn't that tipping off your hat uh, if, if you're announcing in advance you're going to be auditing agency A, B, and C, but, but that's unrealistic. I mean, when you, when you come in and do an audit, you sit down with them in advance and, and work out uh, protocol, and also if, if, if an agency was going to be uh, uh, engaged in subterfuge, they would know you're coming without this. Yes, and if we just take a step back for a second and look at it at a very high level, what's the goal? The goal is to improve Long Beach. The goal really is to make Long Beach better, to meet the needs of the people. What's important? What do they need? What can be improved? How can we be a resource to help? So if the goal is to improve Long Beach, then this is as we're communicating to the council, to the mayor, to management. Let's all work together to make Long Beach better. We don't need to come be your, the police and say, oh, we caught you doing this, and we're not here to embarrass you. Let's. This is what we plan to do. If you need to make some corrections to, in your tar, within your departments to make Long Beach better, please do it, and we'll give you. We'll be happy to work with you to give you credit. And let's focus on the real issue about improving and making things better. The common goal. The common goal. And I noticed, having read some of your audits, that that you do uh, give, acknowledge the cooperation of the agency you're auditing in many ways mm -hmm. and, uh, and give them points where points mm -hmm. are deserved. So it's not a gotcha process. Right. We really are striving to be collaborative and working together to make it to bet. To make but it the better. fact that the sheriff's in town watching uh, mm -hmm. doesn't hurt uh, when no. people are thinking of uh, maybe going That's the right. wrong way. <laughs> right, because we, we are the independent uh, office that does, you know, an independent objective review. And, of course, it's easier to make recommendations when you're independent of an agency than look, you know, it's hard to govern yourself. Absolutely. And just speak for a moment because I know Long Beach is quite unique uh, among cities in having an independently elected city auditor in, in many most cities, I guess it's appointed by the council or something like that. Right. But you are elected by the people, and we've talked about this many times before. You feel appropriately that your responsibility and obligation is to the people of Long Beach that elected you, not to the council, not to the mayor. Right. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And there are only four cities within the state of California that have an independent elected auditor the city of uh, Oakland, Berkeley, Los Angeles, and Long Beach. So I believe our forefathers in, in the city really got it right 100 years ago they when did. they established this office as the independent check and balance, the watchdog, the steward over, over the public space. And who is that woman who was a city auditor way back before women even uh, went to, <laughs> to college? And you know, She was in for 30 years. What was Mertel her name? Gunsel. Mertel Gunsel. And you have photographs of almost all of your predecessors on the wall outside your yes, office. Yes, we do. Yes, and she was the first elected woman uh, elected official within the city of Long Beach back in 1919 uh, when women just were started to vote. So it was very powerful. And then I'm So you're, you're following in her footsteps several generations later. Yes, yes. And she was uh, quite, quite an auditor and uh, 
she did a lot of good for the city, and one of her mottos was, you know, po efficiency, not politics. Nice. So we really try to stay within that framework as well. And uh, you're right, we don't report to the mayor or the council. We, we report to the public. We make recommendations to city management to make things better. And then we try to keep everything as transparent and open and honest as possible because this is for all of us to benefit and make our city better. Okay, in the next segment, we're going to focus on some of the specific audits that have been completed and are ongoing. We'll be right back after these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Get over 200 crystal clear HD channels and live TV on the Spectrum app, you never know what you might discover. Charter Spectrum, where will it take you? We're back continuing the conversation with Long Beach City Auditor Laura Dowd. Uh, Laura, let's look at a couple of the audits that you've recently completed. First one on the police and fire dispatch overtime audit. What's that all about? Well, we received a fraud hotline call. Uh, that had some questions about some overtime nighttime differential pay. So we took a look at it and the allegations made on the call were substantiated. But in our review and analysis, uh, as we were preparing um, for this audit, we saw that there was some excessive overtime within the dispatch functions. Approximately 22% of pay was in overtime. So we took a little closer look at it and I might mention, first of all, um, one of the things we found is the dispatcher function position within the emergency communication centers uh, within the city of Long Beach, um, that dispatcher function is really the first contact between the public right. and 
When you call well, 911, you speak to a dispatcher. Right. They have a very difficult job, and the, they're really the first re responders. They're screening the first. how serious the call is and what to do. Right, well, and it's, very, it's multitasking as they're taking yeah. information from the public and communicating it to the proper yeah. uh, next steps for public safety to, to respond. Uh, so it's, it's high pressure, it's high stress, it's multitask. There's a lot going on within these dispatcher functions. So overtime so, is a bad idea for these people that are already under a lot of stress. So yes, what I was getting at was this, this audit was really more about a warning um, for safety reasons. We didn't want there to be uh, more fatigue than necessary. Or well, lack let of me ask the obvious question. Why not just hire more dispatchers? Yeah, so that was the finding in the audit. We found that the, there were several dis vacancies, dispatcher position vacancies, that weren't being filled. They and so they were being covered by per current personnel through overtime. The problem was there was a, a problem recruiting. There was a, problem, a lengthy process. Uh, there was a lot of testing, background investigations that needed to take place. So it was a very lengthy process. But at the same time, going back to my first point, those, there's a, a one-year probationary period for these new dispatchers, and only 40% were able to make it through yeah. the uh, strenuous first year of probationary period because of the high stress of a job it was. So, um, you know, overall, the agency, they... they so were they saying that we were trying to fill it, but we just couldn't do it, or we weren't bothering to fill it? I'm not quite clear what they were or weren't doing. They were trying to fill it, but... The first problem was it was very, it took a long time. Yes. It was a lengthy process. There's testing, there, like okay. I said, back well, on that's still it took the, forever. That's still the case, I guess. Yes. So now they've hired, because of our audit, they've hired outside firms to help with some of the background investigations okay. to speed up the process. They have uh, also um, improved their testing so that the testing results come back quicker and right. the whole process is moving so along. So this will be a double so, win if implemented, uh, less cost to the city, less overtime, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, more safety and more effective uh, uh, dispatches who are not uh, being overworked as much. Right. And okay. I do, I, I, before we leave this topic, I, I want to mention that, uh, again, the number, the volume of calls that dispatchers received were approximately a million in the year. Uh -huh. And it's it's an enormous amount of, and they're, they're meeting industry standards. So I want to applaud it's the dispatchers for the work that they are doing, yes. for meeting industry standards, for doing a great job. Our whole role was just a, a voice of warning, you know, not be careful about how much overtime you get. We want them to be alert yeah. and awake. No, it's a very important job, and when uh, there are well-publicized uh, Incidents in cities all over America. They often will the media will play the call to the right. dispatcher, yes, and, and that's it's right. amazing how mm -hmm. effective they normally are mm -hmm. in in getting to the bottom of what's needed. Right. Okay, let's turn to technology, uh, best practices report, and uh, e-government capability, including your My Auditor mobile application. Great. Yes, I'm very excited about this. Uh, you know, uh, as our mayor. One of his, uh, I'm not the mayor, but Mayor Garcia, as you know. Uh, big on technology. Big on technology. And when he first came into office, uh, technology was a huge priority for him. He established the uh, Technology and Innovation Com Commission. He now has an uh, innovation IT team that, uh, that he has working within the city. So I think it's wonderful. 
I mean, we know technology is exploding everywhere, yes. and he is doing a great job trying to help Long Beach be out in front on some of this cutting edge technology. It's helpful to have a younger mayor. Yes, with, it is. With regard to these technology things. <laughs> so we thought that we would do, you know, a, a benchmark study to see what other right. cities are doing and in their technology and how city, the city of Long Beach could improve. Because every day we don't do something, we're falling more and more behind. Now, is that study ongoing or is it completed now? Our study is completed. And, and we, what did you find? Okay. Uh, we found that, uh, uh, first of all, the city of Long Beach is not doing bad. We have a lot of online services available for the public. You could pay, uh, you know, fines and fees, and you can get your, your library cards and register for parks and recs classes. You can do a lot of stuff online. Which we could not do before these right. changes. Right, and that's wonderful. It yeah. is really wonderful, but it's not cutting edge anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, we're in 2015, yeah. and we're on to the next, the next thing. Now it's all about mobile apps. I mean, there's a there's an acronym we found that most people have. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you know, um, it's the new technology. Really, is the acronym is SMAC. S is for social media. M is for mobile apps. A is for analytics, and C is for cloud. Cloud. And so, wow. of course, the the social media part. We all know about how a lot of people are getting their news from social media, sure. and it's it's very uh, widespread uh, and wonderful. Um, the mobile apps, you know, most people have mobile apps, so, you know, uh, You work can communicate is, with the mobile app. Yes, and it's no longer done by calling anymore. It's about tapping a screen. And I know you have a fraud hotline, and we're putting the uh, number up for the fraud hotline at the end of each segment, but is your mobile app able to access that fraud hotline. Yes, and that's one of the main purposes why we established the mobile app, to make it easier for people to report fraud within the city. You don't have to call in anymore. You can tap a screen. It's much it's easier. It's Dick Tracy time. Uh -huh. We got a problem, Houston, but we have to wrap up this segment, and we'll be back with more of our show after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. 
It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. When you have enough internet speed for everyone in your home, mom can video chat with grandma. Your daughter can check her favorite sites. Your son can conquer the galaxy. And you'll still have enough bandwidth to conquer your first warrior pose. Get internet speed starting at 60 megabits per second with Charter Spectrum. Where will it take you? Continuing this fascinating conversation with our city auditor, Laura Dowd. Laura, you mentioned SMAC in the last segment, uh, an acronym for New Drivers of Innovation, S for Social Media, M for Mobile, A for Analytics, Big Data, and C for the Cloud. Uh, just expand on that a bit on how that applies here. Right, we're finding that there are such uh, different ways now of people receiving their information and communicating. And one is through the social media, and the second is through mobile applications. The third, as you mentioned, through analytics and computing. Um, we know so many people uh, communicate through, through social media, which is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned earlier, uh, our office has initiated a new mobile app called My Auditor, and where the public can um, access our office any, and get any information they need of our reports that we're issuing. Um, we have push notifications of things that are happening within the office. But one of the main reasons why we did establish the mobile app was for the public to report fraud for any suspected uh, fraud that they may see throughout the city. And instead of calling the number, which they still can call, but one way to make it easier um, and quicker is through our mobile app. One eight 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 fraud o seven. Yes. Remember that. Yes. <laughs> but Zero you don't have to do that anymore. You can go to the mobile app, which is myauditor.com. Just yeah, the my auditor app. My auditor app. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy. They answer a series of questions. It's just a tap of the screen a few times. And uh, the more information they give us, though, the better. It is available 24-7. Their identity is protected. Well, I think it's great that, uh, that people are encouraged to feel that this is their government mm -hmm. and your office is their office right. and not sitting on a mountaintop somewhere handing down decrees. It's, it's so important to, to feel empowered by government, not threatened by government. Yes, empowered, engaged, connected. And I think that these, uh, these technologies, uh, new technologies, are a better way to connect with the public and communicate with the public in real time. Absolutely. I think it democratizes uh, things that the, 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 the little person, the citizen, mm -hmm. right. has a voice, yes, and not just a vote. To try to make it easy for them, as easy as possible. Yeah. The A is for analytics. There's so much data out there, as you know. Uh, we have to use uh, our best judgment not yeah. just use data, but but also use judgment. Data is not wisdom. <laughs> it's just data. <laughs> right. But, but we, you can learn have, a lot. And you need to data. analyze it so you yeah. can use it. And of course, cloud where you can store Well, let me spend a moment getting up close and personal, which I like to do in this last segment. You've been in office nine years. Uh, how do you feel about it? Wonderful. I love it. It's great. I'm really pleased with the work that we've been able to do. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I have really a dynamic staff that works very hard 
They're professionals in the industry um, with real expertise in this area. We're all driven to make Long Beach better. And you grew up here in Long Beach, and you feel a particular sense of satisfaction in helping your home city. Yes, it's a wonderful city, isn't it? It's beautiful. It's wonderful. There's great leadership. There's wonderful people. We have so much going for us here, and uh, I see the future is, is very bright for us, and I think we're all working hard to, like, to engage the public and work together yeah. and ideas to make Long Beach, you know, a, a leading city within this country. Well said, and we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. I think Long Beach is very lucky, as we discussed earlier, to have an independently elected city auditor, which we've had now for many, many years. And I think we're particularly fortunate to have a woman of the quality of Laura Dowd filling that office for the last nine years, uh, running uh, uh, twice for re-election without opposition, which to me says people say she's doing a pretty good job if no one's going to run against her. So congratulations on what you've accomplished. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Uh, we have a minute or two for you to say whatever you'd like to our viewers. Thank you. Um, you know, I'm really pleased with the work that we've done. Um, one of the things that is on my mind it are some of the things you hear in the news about other cities the, and the fraud that, and scandals and embezzlements that have taken place in the city of Pasadena, the city of Bell, the city of Industry. Sentinella. Yes. And 
that's concerning. We know fraud is rampant. Um, we get the best information for investigating fraud through tips from the public, from employees. So we would like to encourage those who do suspect any fraud to call or go on to, into our mobile app, my auditor app, and report it and let us investigate it. I mean, we have no tolerance for that. It hurts all of us. Sure. And and so that that's something that's on my mind that I would encourage the public to. Well, well said. And it just occurred to me, Laura, we both kind of do, uh, we both institutionally have the same function. The media, uh, an active media is a watchdog in a community. Mm -hmm. And many of those cities that you mentioned where these fraud situations have arisen, uh, do not have a vigorous press watching the store, right. no less an independent right. auditor. Right. So uh, I think uh, offices like yours and the media collectively uh, do have an important role to mm -hmm. play in, in keeping things on track. And honest, yes. Yeah. Well, thank you again for thank joining you. us. And thank you at home for being our guest. Please be with us next week for the next edition of our show. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.